don't care. Life is short. Sure, I'm in the thumb club. <laughs> Welcome to the Power Trip Morning Show. Uh, certainly not. You're listening to the Bets and Quotes Podcast. The Bets and Quotes Podcast. Yeah, the Bets and Quotes Podcast. I didn't even know this was a thing. Bet on it. Bet oh, on. I'm not betting on that. Whatever. Welcome to the Bets and Quotes Podcast, a podcast for the rubes, by the rubes, talking all things Power Trip. Bets and Quotes is hosted by Chuck, better known as Power Trip Bets. Why I love Chuck is that's exactly how I felt about the show, but I couldn't articulate it the way that he did. And Dave, the one and only Power Trip Quotes. Guy, he's going to get in there and just try to maul you. They were going to get an apartment together and see how things went, but settled on a podcast instead. Our legal disclaimer is simply that Lawyer Lambert probably likes us better than you, so good luck suing us. We hope you enjoy this episode, but if not, feel free to play Jax on 494. All right, Dave. Well, we are back. Uh, we took last week off. We were supposed to have an interview with our good friend Maxwell Fuller, but uh, Max got really, really sick uh, when we were <laughs> when we were going to record the interview, and apparently that carried over to Ireland because, uh, according to Zach Halverson, Max <laughs> spent a good part of the afternoon um, emptying every orifice in his body in a hotel room in Ireland. My guess, Dave, is you've done the same thing, just not in Ireland. Yeah, I, I've done it in Luxembourg. I've done it in Central Minnesota. But yeah, uh, you know that's kind of that's kind of my move is you know <laughs> emptying out. So, <laughs> well, we are we are hoping to talk to Max uh, in a couple of weeks. Of course, Max is going to be over in Europe um, on an extended stay. Most of the guys are coming back today as we record this, but uh, Max is uh, going to be there a while. So we will talk to Max when he gets back and hopefully get, he's promised us some good details. Uh, Max, Max didn't get nearly enough airtime um, in Ireland. So hopefully we'll get some of the uh, more juicy details from, uh, from Max for our podcast, but you know, we'd be remiss. There's been a lot going on in the power trip. It's just a, it's a busy time of the year. And you know, Dave, I looked at the calendar. We leave for Vegas six weeks from Wednesday. Wow. That is scarily close. I feel, I currently feel like I'm in Vegas because I've been trapped in uh, my buddy's garage watching every college basketball game imaginable for the last <laughs> three days now. Um, two more days to go. So I'm just trying to hang in there. <laughs> <laughs> You're fighting a good I'm, fight I'm for America. Vegas training right now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it like it honestly snuck up on me because like May just seems like so far away. And I look at the calendar, I'm like, damn, that's just six weeks away. But anyway, uh, so yeah, lots going on in the power trip world. But um, we haven't talked yet. We haven't had a show yet since the initials eliminator. So lots of hype, lots of buildup. Sometimes you get the payoff. Sometimes you don't. I think the initials eliminator was absolutely every bit the payoff. it was it was a very dramatic match. It was really back and forth, really tight. Uh, and then Meat Sauce walked it off on question 11. Uh, Corey made them come back and play question 12. But uh, Meat Sauce with a walk-off win 
on question number 11. Uh, you know, I almost never watch the uh, the live stream video. A lot of times if I'm if I'm uh, if I've got the live stream on, um, it's just to listen to it because it's a little bit quicker than iHeart. But um, I usually don't watch it. This was definitely one that was worth watching because when Sauce won, uh, it was great to see Cocky Sauce once again. Yeah, I was almost expecting like a Gallagher show where he'd just have watermelons. And every time he got one right, you know, he's just going to hit it with a sledgehammer and, you know, get all the get all the watermelon juices all over AJ. A couple booms in there. You know, I was expecting a bigger boom, but, uh, you know, he was pretty he was pretty quick to dismiss of AJ and give him the option that he could go home after he won because yep. uh, he was no longer eligible to play in game 400. So, uh yeah, Sauce was uh, Sauce treat you know handled the situation with the the big win exactly how I thought he would. Yeah, definitely, and it was it was fun. It made it, it was good drama. It was competitive. I think it, was a, it was great. Yeah, it was it was a really good payoff, and clearly both guys were you know because I think a lot of people thought well, AJ's going to get a lead, Sauce is going to quit, blah blah blah. Uh, Sauce was definitely in this, and who knows if AJ had built up a two or three point lead, maybe Sauce you know, didn't, uh, would, would have backed off a little bit, but man, he was, he was right in there. I had money on sauce. And so, uh, I was very glad to see the payoff. I actually got him at plus two and a half, even though the official line was plus one and a half. Um, so, uh, thank, thank you for those Earls of sandwich that I will, I will be getting out in <laughs> Vegas courtesy of a, a couple of our listeners. So, uh, that's, uh, that was a good thing, but, um, yeah, the, 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 I thought it was just a, an excellent payoff to the bit. Um, a little bit sad to see the goat AJ go, but he's not gone. Um, obviously he's going to come right. back and play the majors, even though he's not going to play the next major. But, um, I have a feeling that AJ on like four months rest, not having played initials at all, will come back to the major and just whoop that ass. Um, I, I feel like he's not going to lose a thing <laughs> not playing every week. And, um, I think the majors are going to make for some really good drama having, uh, the vil- the now villain, um, the nicest guy in the world but the villain aj uh back for the majors yeah i was a little confused as to what scenario i wanted because i saw positives and negatives with both sides but i think we have a good mix now um for the everyday or for the every friday initials game um i think it's going to be a lot more even now and it will make it more competitive um and then once yeah once we get to the majors it's gonna be you know cocky sauce will be rolling in hot and uh we'll see if aj can you know step up and stop it so the the majors are going to be more dramatic now it's great um i i just can't wait um the one thing i was going to talk to you about is just the element of the eliminator itself with only two competitors playing as as compared to normally four or five or even six there's a little different strategy. Oh, yeah. You know, obviously, if you get one wrong, if you ring in on the first clue and, you know, think it's blue jeans um, after hearing some, you know, created in 1947 or whatever, and it's wrong, uh, you know, Meat Sauce got to listen to those five clues afterwards. So yeah. um, they kind of had to, it seems like right away they kind of played it normal. You know, maybe they're a little slow out the gate, but. Um, you know, after, you know, three or four of them, they're like, oh, man, if I uh, if I guess and guess wrong, I'm basically giving the point to the other player, which um, I think is a fascinating way to do it. If it was my decision, I would have wrote them like the three, the three initial clues like right. they do for the so tiebreaker. Yep. And that's what like when we're talking about doing, you know, if there's a possibility of doing it a bracket down the line, I think yeah, that's the part of the head to head. Yep. 
So yeah, absolutely. I, I totally agree. I think that would be a cool way to do it. Like three quote plus it's less work on Corey. Maybe you do eight questions with tiebreakers sure. and then just uh, three items per question or something, um, something like that. But um, yeah, I, I think that that would be a cool way to do it. And I think a lot of the listeners are uh, itching for that tournament. I think that would be a really cool thing um, to kind of boost initials, like maybe over the summer or something like that. Um, I, I, I totally agree with you about the strategy difference thing. What shocked me is that it took basically everybody to realize that after it took them like four or five questions to realize that that was part of what I had factored in when I set the lines, you know, cause I did a whole bunch of prop bets and stuff. Cause I said the number of AJ incorrect answers at a half because, and sauce at one and a half, because my, my thought was they're not going to risk ringing in incorrectly or you are literally right. giving the point away. So my thought was they're, they're absolutely not going to ring in unless they know it. It was funny. Cause like, to your point, it took, you know, it, all of a sudden it was like every, even Corey, it was like, everybody kind of realized, Oh yeah. If you ring in and get it wrong, everybody gets, to, they get to hear all the questions. And it was like, right. it, it was like people, I guess people didn't think about that beforehand, but anyway, so lots of fun. Um, very cool. Uh, I loved it. And yeah, it'll, it should make it initials fun going forward. And sauce is definitely going to be, you know, have the chance to dominate here. Cause I, I definitely think he's going to be the benefactor of, um, AJ's, uh, departure from the non-majors. So I set an over under on when sauce passes AJ for, and reclaims the win lead at wow. December 17th, 2022. So late this year, that's about, uh, I'm trying to think how many, I calculated it was something like 40 weeks that I calculated um, that uh, Sauce will uh, pass it. So December 17, 2022, what do you think? I was going to say, before I reveal my comments, I want to know what side you're on, because I think we should make a bet. Yeah, you know, I like, I like to set a good line, so I think that's going to be damn close to where it is. Uh you know, I I do think they're going to try to bring in a lot of guests. Um, you know, who knows what Marnie's schedule is going to look like. Um, maybe hockey catches fire now that the intimidation of AJ is gone. Lots of variables in there. But I, I do think Sauce is going to dominate. I would be slightly on the under on that if I had to put my money on it. Okay. I, I was I was liking the oversight of it um, just because, I, I, like you said, I think they're going to bring in some guests. And I think it opens up the opportunity. Because I don't think, like... I guess I, my brain is in the handicapping mode and, you know, giving power, assessing power rankings and giving, you know, giving values and trying to figure out, you know, what lines are mispriced. And uh, I, I just think that there's, there's when everything's on the line and AJ's not in the room, I think Chris is not as much of a underdog to sauce as people think. Yeah. That could very well be. Yep. Um, so I guess that's maybe my read is, I think Sauce will eventually pass him. I think Sauce does, you know, obviously gain a lot from AJ not being in the room. Um, but I think it'll take a little longer than expected. All right. So there's the bet. December 17th. You got the over. I got the under. And speaking of initials, uh, they played initials in Ireland. And not surprisingly, Sauce did win. Um, it was a little bit more competitive. Carly was uh, Carly was kind of right there. Uh, but, uh, but sauce ultimately, uh, hung in there and, uh, and got the win. So I guess that benefits me because I set that line before he had won that game, but, 
Um, so yeah, but Ireland, um, lots of fun. Sounds like everybody had a good time. A good friend Andy was there. Uh, good to hear hear his voice on the radio, giving uh, the history lesson of uh, the entire conflict of the history of Northern Ireland and their relationship with Great Britain. But uh, no, it was it was great to hear Andy's voice and uh, and just uh, and see all the pictures from out there. Um, you know, not. Not a ton happened. You know, it was it, it was funny because like they spent it seems like they spent most of the trip uh drinking and you <laughs> no. know no shocking, right? Um <laughs> basically just uh you know uh drinking, hanging out. Uh, it, it was basically like a Vegas trip, except they couldn't get into the casinos over there because apparently you had to be a member and nobody signed up for a membership. So it doesn't sound like there was a lot of gambling. <laughs> it was mostly a Vegas trip minus the betting. Yeah, which, uh, you know, that's, it's, I guess for me, uh, that would be tough, um, you know, (laughs) just with it being the the college. I'm so used to this time of year, you know, we're either in Vegas or getting ready for Vegas and it's just all basketballs and gambling and, and all this stuff. So I, you know, I guess for me, I would have felt like I was being held hostage, (laughs) but, um, no, obviously really jealous. And it looks like everyone's having a fantastic time. Um, you know, with how much it costs it's it's not you know not everybody's able to do it which sucks but uh for those who were able to do it i'm sure it was uh, a once in a lifetime trip for them so i hope everybody had fun and uh, gets back here safe yeah for sure yeah it uh, definitely looked like a lot of fun and yeah you know you may actually be a trendsetter dave this is hard for me yes. to admit but uh, you know, and I'm, I'm never, one of our things on this podcast is we don't travel shame. Um, I never, I never try to travel shame anybody because people can do what they want to, um, when they're on vacation stuff. But, uh, on Thursday, a ton of listeners left and did not go to the show and they attended the, uh, the, the parade there on St. Patrick's day in Dublin. And, um, uh, you know, I 100% would have been with them. Um, I would have absolutely skipped the show to go to go to the parade. I mean, if, if people chose to go to the show, that's great, you know, um, do it, do it however you want to, but, um, you know, you're in St. Patrick's day. It's the huge parade, you know, the first time the parades probably felt normal in a few years and stuff. So I think people were probably extra geared up for it. Um, so yeah, so, uh, definitely sounds like fun. So, you know, maybe skipping a power trip show is the, uh, the new, the new wave and you were just way ahead of us. Wow. I, I, I didn't know I was that advanced. Um, you know, maybe, maybe edibles, maybe they all ate edibles too and played, uh, played slot machines by themselves until like 3 a.m. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, of course, they were at a parade. Uh, you were passed out in a hotel room. So there's a slight difference in the experience. But hey, we're not here to travel shame. You do you do it how you want to do it. Um, Sauce went to bed early uh, in Ireland, just like Maybe. Vegas. So yeah, again, um, uh, pretty much like a Vegas trip. And uh, he missed out on the uh, the breaking news when Devontae Adams got traded. So uh, it was funny to hear his story um, about uh, about getting that information and passing it along to we in the morning. So, <laughs> Lots of fun there. So, all right. Well, we are going to do, uh, we're, we've got the bets update. We've got to get you caught up on the bets. We're going to do quote of the week this week. Uh, very, a little bit different. We're going to do a singular quote for the quote of the week, but that's because in down memory lane, we are going to do classic power trip quotes. So I've got five quotes from uh, years gone by that I think are good. And I think there's one that is really going to stand out. And then we got quotes notes as well. So fun little show. Um, in our Patreon section, we are going to do the golf tournament. It sounds like probably Labor Day. It'll probably be sometime in August, but we're going to do the same thing we did last year. We're going to do Braemar. 
um, early tea time so people can get to the state fair show if that's going on. Um, so those of you that did it last year, uh, it's pretty much going to be a wash, rinse, repeat. There's a chance that we'll maybe do it an earlier weekend in August, but um, I think right now the plan is still for Labor Day weekend. And huge shout out to Patreon listener Clint, who was over there with the crew, with his gal. Uh, looks like they were having an absolute blast of a time. Um, he shot some cool drone videos, um, was DMing me a bunch of cool pictures from over there. So uh, looks like you had a fantastic time. I think he had a lot more fun in uh, in Ireland than he did at the Sea Palace that is Argosy with me. So uh, <laughs> much better way to uh, much better way to live. So, all right, well, let's get to it. Let's get with the bets update. Parker Bodge, all right. Well, a couple of weeks gone by. We've got a couple things to talk about. Uh, the Players' Championship happened since we've been gone. That was a, a very, very strange tournament, given all the uh, rain delays and everything. Uh, but there, there's some magic about the Players' Tournament, Dave, because last year the players gave us the Donaldson disaster where Mark Parrish <laughs> uh, won the tournament because uh, Sauce didn't pick the right player for Donaldson. This year... Uh, Lawyer Lambert chooses Hideki Matsuyama with the very last pick. And at the last minute, Matsuyama pulls out of the tournament. Uh, since only a couple golfers had teed off at that point, we allowed Lawyer Lambert a replacement pick. He picks Cam Smith. Not only does Cam Smith, uh, the top finisher, he wins the whole damn tournament. And Lawyer Lambert walks off with a $2,400 win. Wow. Uh what what a win for Jeff. Uh, you know, always happy to it it's funny because no matter who wins, I'm like, oh, I'm happy for them, you know. It's right. like <laughs> of, of course you like that, you know, they're not having, you know, Vladimir Putin play in the in the golf pool. So um yeah, glad to glad to see that somebody got an actual win. And um, you know, personally I've I've profited off of Cam Smith winning once this year, so I, I'm pretty tied to him now. Uh, I think he's going to be my master's pick. I've been watching a lot of golf lately, so uh, yeah, good to see that win for Mr. Lawyer Lambert. Yeah, it was such a weird tournament with all the rain delays and everything. Yeah. And, uh, I I was almost going to set a line because with the uh, flight delay that the uh, power trip crew had getting over to Ireland, I was almost going to set a line. What gets what happens first? The power trip actually gets to Ireland or the golf tournament finishes <laughs> and it was within a, you know, a few hours of each other. So, uh, long uh long drawn out tournament, but it was it was fun nonetheless. Um the uh high school hockey betting continued. I like to kind of see that. Uh, Hawk stuck with Maple Grove. Corey, for whatever reason, just from out of the blue, decided to bet a hundred bucks on Prior Lake versus Maple Grove. Um, I think he, I think he liked the fact that the dude had five goals, um, and Corey thought, well, maybe this is a kid that's just going to like dominate over everything or something. But it was kind of out of the blue. Corey's like, yeah, I'll take Prior Lake for a hundred bucks. And uh, unfortunately for Core, uh, Maple Grove won that game and got to the championship where they ultimately lost to Andover, who won both the boys and girls state championships. What an amazing feat. I know we've got quite a few listeners from uh, that either grew up in Andover or live there currently. So um, congrats to all you guys. Um, I, see, I, I love seeing all the tweets. I got to listen to uh, Zachary Halverson's call of the double overtime win after, mm-hmm. uh, after uh, as I was driving home from the gopher hockey game that I took Jack to, which was a whole bunch of fun. So, uh, but yeah, it was, it was cool to hear Zach call that and congrats to Andover and um, the, the high school hockey tournament this year was just a blast. Um, I was able to 
get in on a lot of it. And Dave, I know you went to every game on Thursday. I did. Uh, I, it's one of my favorite days of the year. Um, obviously, I, I put something out on Twitter, but it has nothing to do with the power trip. So uh, sorry, Daddy. But um, yeah, no, I I, I love the tournament. Uh, my friend, uh, who you know well, Chuck, um, he has a sports book online app that uh, he's a, he was actually able to wager on the Boys State Hockey Tournament. And uh, let's just say Andover almost bankrupt my friend completely. So um, <laughs> other than that, he did very well. He uh, did very well in class A, but um, he lost a Moorhead uh, versus Andover. He lost, I forget the semifinal, and then he lost a, a, a big one. Um, a couple of early sandwiches on uh, Maple Grove and the under in the championship. But no, it was a fantastic tournament and the double A the double a final was incredible and and single a was great too. Warroad and uh Warroad and Hermantown have been the class of uh, of class a the entire year so I was glad that both teams got an opportunity um to win in the championship there but uh the Hermantown Hawks uh shout out power trip button bar um I don't know if he's still the the band if he still uh works for the band or whatever yeah Hermantown, I think so. but- as far as Either I know. that or he used to. So uh, a little win there for uh, for Button Bar. And his Duluth Bulldogs beat my Huskies at home. So <laughs> that's fun, too. Well, thankfully, my Gophers won, but I don't think anybody was cheering for Penn State, least of all Jerry Sandusky. So that's a good thing. <laughs> and I just realized now we've mentioned Jerry Sandusky and Vladimir Putin on this podcast. So we're really rolling today. And we just need uh... <laughs> Osama. <laughs> Well, they mentioned Hitler when they were in Ireland. So I'm like, uh, yeah, we're just really rolling today, aren't we? Um, <laughs> and speaking of Ireland, that was our next bet. Uh, they, <laughs> one of my, one of my, I love the random bets. One of my favorite bets. Uh, Zach believed that the bartender at uh, where they were recording would not know that North Dakota was a thing, that she would have never heard of North Dakota. And Corey was like, I'll take that bet because Corey believed that she had heard it. So Zach walked over to the bartender. <laughs> asked her if she'd ever heard of north dakota she said no and zach won 10 american dollars from Corey. yeah i i love the more random the better honestly for gambling um yes. so i i absolutely love it uh and the uh, so that was a ton of fun and the other bet they did while they were in ireland and thankfully they got this in i was a little you know i was i was having some anxiety over this one because the core versus four usually happens you know in studio thursday morning of the tournament i knew they were going to be in ireland not everybody's going to be there i was hoping that we'd get a good field and we actually we had 10 last year we only got seven this year but that's okay we got um, you know, we got the uh, the big names in there because like uh, Rosie and Tommy were the two I were concerned about because they're the OGs because back in the day, the original core versus four, it was usually Rosie and Tommy that were doing it like hockey and sauce weren't even doing the core versus four back in the day. Um, they've come on since then, but Rosie and Tommy are the old OGs and I want to make sure that they were in it. They are. Um, so far, Bonus has lost half his teams on Thursday because for some reason he took Iowa. Uh, which, you know, God bless him taking a chance. But uh, yeah, Iowa was quickly dismissed. And then the big one was Kentucky. Five of the seven had Kentucky and uh, Kentucky went down. Um, Sauce woke up to that news as well. So he woke up to his gal's top wide receiver getting traded away and his favorite college basketball team uh, bowing out to a 15 seed. So not a, not a good news morning when, uh, when Sauce woke up, but 
uh, yeah, core versus four, uh, very, uh, very exciting, fun bet. There's seven people in there. I would definitely say advantage Corey at this point. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be the one of the, well, we're, we're recording this after the first two days, um, as we anticipate the 11, 11, 10 game here and my Jayhawks playing later. Um, yeah, I, I think this is going to be a super chaotic tournament. Um, obviously, um, but you know, sorry to sorry to sauce because he is a big uh, UK Kentucky fan. Um, but I did profit uh, big time off of them losing. Yeah, I <laughs> saw I had, that. Uh, that that was one hell of a uh, one hell of a bet. I yeah, you know it's, it wasn't the- even a fake ticket or saying that you got it like. I got the receipts like that was probably the biggest hit of my life. Yeah. And that's that, you know, the, it's funny too, because the, the 15 knocking out the two, I mean, we've had a 16 over a one, we've had a few 15s over two, but I mean, even still the chances of that, at, like on a money line bet, I mean, you know, it's one thing for them to cover or whatever, you know, on a money line bet for that to actually hit is pretty rare. So well right. done. to get them spread is one thing, but to right. hit the money line is just nuts. Well done. Um, the other, the other thing I was going to mention, parallel with the core versus four, I offered up the bets versus three slash five to uh, to our little Vegas crew. Uh, basically, what we did is we uh, uh, offered up the uh, the ability to either take Gonzaga and two other teams. Or you could pass on Gonzaga and take five teams. Um, and I think, you know, statistically, I think that was actually a pretty good thing because uh, three people took Gonzaga and three people took the five teams. So, you know, I think it, I think it was a pretty fair bet. Thankfully for me, everybody took Kentucky. Kentucky was my number one liability. All six people took Kentucky. They're out. So, um, so advantage me as far as that goes. Um, I'm definitely going to end up paying out to some people, but because um, I think somebody will hit the winner. But um, thankfully, the more spread out it is, the better. That's what you want bonuses. You want people to be taking like the Iowas and stuff like that because you want the distribution of the team spread out a little bit. So uh, we'll see how it plays out. But yeah, lots of fun. That's that's the OG of bets is the core versus four. I love it. And uh, so glad. So glad we got seven of them in. So yeah, All right. I, love, I love the four four versus core. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, that will do it for the bets update. It's time for the quote of the week. And now it's time for the quotes of the week. I'd let Brett Favre be on me. Sure. Ted Bundy's been to the Rose Bowl more recently than the, than the Gophers. Because it's hard to bang and play it at the same time. <laughs> bang and lung darts whale. All right, friends. It is time to get to the quote of the week. And without further ado, let's get to it, Chuck. Corey? I love this song! How many times have you seen Cinderella? Uh, four times. And I believe the night I got the crabs, I was at a Cinderella concert. <laughs> Checks out. Yeah. <laughs> I, let me just say it like this. I would not argue that he did not get crabs at a Cinderella concert. Oh, it's almost a requirement. So All of my money is on the side <laughs> that he did. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my God. That was that was good and very worthy of a quote of the week for sure. Absolutely. Well, uh, we're, we got some more vintage quotes here down the line, but that'll do it for the quotes of the week. It's time for the weekly segment of Your Thoughts. Copyright Dark Star. And as mentioned, uh, let's do some of these classic power trip quotes. We like to do this from time to time because obviously uh, we came along in like 
what 2015 was it i don't even remember anymore yeah, 2016 remember. something like that. <laughs> a while ago um but uh but before we we had our accounts and specifically yours uh we weren't really tracking uh the, the funny quotes so every once in a while uh we'll dig some of these out from the old archives and i got i got five good ones this week uh i'm saving the best for last though uh that's, that's how you got to do it right so we will start with a quote from meat sauce the Wolves host the Pelicans tonight, the carnivores of the sky, the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Fossils date back 30 million years. <laughs> They've spent their entire lives evolving to swallow things whole, including oh, Minnesota yeah. Timberwolves. So was Hawkeyes. Honestly. Hawk sister. What what I loved about that is you, because after that, you know, Hawk does the traditional um, yelling at him for talking about his sister too much. But uh, what I loved about that is like uh, Sauce couldn't even contain himself. It was like I have to. It was kind of like Michael Scott with the "That's what she said." Uh, you know, he just could not oh, contain yeah. himself. It was like hockey sister. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> All right. Well, and speaking of Chris Hockey, you know, uh, he he always claims with the uh, with the Colorado story that uh, that she was, you know, she was a zero, but so was he. Um, so, uh, but that I guess that hasn't always been the case, as we will learn in this classic power trip quote. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we had fun, man, and I'll tell you, I met some girls. It was awesome. <laughs> Couple of zeros. I had a couple of zeros in their shirt, but I so wasn't exactly a 10. So good at burn. You were a 10. Oh, no, trust me. I was about a half. <laughs> <laughs> so so hockey's gone from, from a half to zero over the years, I guess. But, hey, at one point, he considered himself a half. So uh, well done. He, he, he's evolving. <laughs> absolutely all right well uh next up uh i'm pretty sure this is a quote from core i'm trying to remember this is a funny conversation but uh, i think the quote ultimately goes to core well that again <laughs> now you're getting like religious and political here. what are you doing now you're trying to draw a line in you the sand stop this line you will not cross and please <laughs> Thanks, stop Gandalf. using that to draw lines in the sand it's gross <laughs> Yeah, there's no way you could draw a line in the sand with you that. You'd have to be laying on his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's a tag team quote between uh, Corey and Hawk. Yeah, I, I like it. Either either way, it got done. Wow, that was funny. <laughs> there's no way he could draw a line in the sand with that. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to be very close to the ground. Yeah, well, it reminds me of the uh, the classic one we did uh, a few times ago where Corey... <laughs> Um, Sauce said he was going to stand up and start knocking over things, and Corey said, "Yes, things that are extremely close to you." Yes, yes, <laughs> that was a that was a deep sleeper in the tournament. I think it was like twenty twenty. Yeah, very, very good. So, all right. Well, um, of course, because these are classics, sometimes uh, the old superstar Mike Morris uh, gets involved, and uh, we, of course, are gigantic fans still to this day of the superstar. Uh, so, uh, the first, the first one is, uh, a meat sauce quote. Hey, do you know what's so like weird is the drive down highway 100 and Brookdale center or whatever is gone. Yeah. It's an empty, oh, yeah. they've been knocking it down gone. for weeks. Yeah. It's Just so crushing weird. It. What are you going to put in a giant space like that? Viking like stadium stars bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm shutting my mind. <laughs> oh my god like i i loved how like they would go back and forth making fun of each other's weight uh you know (laughs) 
and their size and everything. <laughs> what are you going to put a space like that? Star's bed. <laughs> Genius. Genius. All right. Well, uh, the superstar will get his revenge, not necessarily on meat sauce, but uh, with a with a fantastic quote uh, that, quite frankly, if we, if we had been doing the quote of the year selection show, which, by the way, uh, well, kudos to you, Dave, the uh, quote of the year uh, selection show got played for best of so for a couple of segments. So, uh, well, uh, well done there, sir. Um, Zachary. Obviously love that for uh, for best of. But uh, if we were doing the tournament back in 2011, all of my money would be on this quote. How many times now that I have to, in one night's sleep, get up and go number one? Yeah. It's ridiculous. And you, of course, sit down. It's the middle you've of the made, night. You've made what? that very clear. He's, he's a sitter at night. In the middle night. of the night. Yep. He refuses to turn the light on, so he pees sitting down at night. So does the guy to your left, Mike Morris. They both are uh, sitters it at night. It only makes sense. And John Bonus just raised his hand. Of Apparently, course. it's an epidemic. Old guys sit down to pee in the middle of the night and in the dark. You know what? Is life even oh, worth do. living? Oh, like yeah. Barely. Yeah. Just freaking barely. How, How do you co- get on with your life? Well, the consolation for me, anyway, is that I stand going number two. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> the visual of that is beyond genius. I would okay. I'm not into that kind of stuff. I'm not. I'm not like Dwight, but um, just the gif of like Star doing like a horse dump, like a stand up <laughs> dump. That would be. I would use that. I would. I would pay a hundred dollars for that gif. Oh, oh, that was so brilliant. That. Oh my gosh. <laughs> stand up what to number two. My God, yeah, that's that's in the. We got to make like a Hall of Fame, a Power Trip quote Hall of Fame. Oh, that's a brilliant idea. Yeah, like uh, yeah, because we we've talked about having the Crank Hall of Fame yet. We haven't established that one yet, but the uh, Power Trip quote Hall of Fame that would definitely, if 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 it doesn't get in on the first ballot, the uh, the Legends Committee would definitely put that one in at some point. So yeah, there's no doubt. There's no <laughs> there- doubt. There is no doubt. Speaking of that, where the hell has R. Jacques been, man? I'm I'm hoping he makes an appearance here for the playoffs because uh, R. Jacques uh, is sorely missed by the Bets and Quotes podcast. So yeah, watching hockey, guys. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, time for another predictors open as we get to quotes notes. He likes uh, big predictors. I like big predictors, and I cannot lie. You other predictors can't deny. When Rosa walks in with an itty-bitty waist and a predictor in your face, you get sprung. <laughs> Want to pull up top because you notice a predictor was stuck. Deep in the jeans he's wearing. I'm hooked, and I can't stop staring. Oh, Rosen, I want to oh get with you and take your picture. My homeboys <laughs> tried to warn me, but that predictor you got makes me so horny. <laughs> that is... <laughs> He changed like four words. All right, Dave, what have you got for us this week? Well, um, first off, I was going to start with what I was going to do if I were to do the quote, uh, the core versus four. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would have for sure gone Gonzaga. I think it's throwing money away if you don't. I know Lieber likes to be contrarian and different, and uh, he's. Uh, we should look up his percentage. I don't know if you have it, but um, I feel like Lieber always does it where he picks like either no one seeds or like he goes off the board. Like he tries to just 
because he's not doing it for the money. He just kind of wants to beat Corey in something. Oh yeah. Um, and I think he ha- I think he wins more than he loses in the core versus four. I'm pretty sure. So I, I guess so. I'm going getting back to my four. I'm going with Gonzaga. I'm going with Kansas. I really think Kansas has a great chance. I'm not just being a homer. I like Arizona, and then I don't know. I, I was just kind of kind of hedge. I, I root against Coach K so hard, and I want Duke to fail every time that they hit the floor. Um, but I think that Duke and Zaga game is going to be really close because Duke did beat Gonzaga earlier in the year. Um, so I'm kind of hedging and taking two from that region, and I'm going Duke as my fourth. All right. And I looked it up while you were giving your four picks. Uh, Lieber has only won one time. He's lost three. So uh... Wow. So yes, he, he definitely is contrarian, but so far it hasn't paid off for him. But uh, yeah, to Corey's point, that's that you know that that's why Core keeps offering it, even though you know it beat him last year a little bit. But uh, yeah, you get you get people to spread out and try and be contrarian. That's helpful because you don't. Which the, the worst case scenario is you get a bunch of people that pick the same team, and that team happens to win. So yeah, so uh, yeah, I don't I don't really have a horse in the race this year, other than um, I've got there. You you guys have bet against me. You've got seven different teams left, and so I've got twenty five five different teams so i'm hoping one of those 25 can somehow make a run so i'm cheering for like the arkansas of the world um and unfortunately the wisconsin's of the world and stuff but um what what would be the happiest to me is that like if one of you won with like a single pick and uh the other five lost because that would i'd win and um one of you would be happy and could hold it over everybody else's head so yes um uh, next up here uh (laughs) the power trip account posted uh who wore it better, Chris Hockey or Colin Farrell, um, <laughs> with, the, with the old derby cap and glasses look? Yep. Um, and this is going to lead into another quotes notes topic, but um, I, you know, got to go with Colin Farrell, I guess, if I'm being honest. But uh, it, it's a great effort from Hawk, and I think he can kind of pull off a, a Scottish Irish, you know, kind of a look. And you know, his impression is, you know, it, it's not it's not awful. It's his, it, his accent is not awful. It was good enough that John Kennedy, not the John Kennedy, but the other John Kennedy that they had on the show uh, actually, actually said it was, it wasn't bad that, you know, it sounded Irish to him. So uh, very, very well done Hawk. I, I, if we were doing an impromptu rate, that impression, I'd have to give him at least four and a half golden dongs out of five. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. That sounds good. Um, next up, uh, Ryan Donaldson. Um, so I think it was last Monday. Ryan posted a picture or a video. I, I think it was a video. And I screenshotted it because it looks like Ryan Donaldson is trying to turn into Chris Hawk. Exactly. He has the beard. <laughs> he now has the glasses. Um, he has the hat. Um, obviously, you know, maybe it looked a little, maybe it looked a little more like he was like they looked similar because they were wearing the same bowling shirt. Um, but uh, yeah, I think we have a, uh, you know, a little mini series here or it's uh, becoming Chris hockey starring Ryan Donaldson. The biggest difference between the two at this point is that Ryan does much better impressions than Hawk. Way better, way better. <laughs> That's about um, the only difference between the two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There. Uh, yeah. So he's even, he's doing more impressions now. Like, here we go. He's turning into Hawk. Uh, and shout out, shout out to RD2 for running the board when uh, when for the two shows oh, yeah. where, where they were in transit. 
his bumper music was fantastic like because it was so it wasn't just like one thing it was like you know it was all over the board different genres and stuff like that i heard some stuff i had never heard before just kind of all over the place i thought it was brilliant and the most brilliant drop of all was you know because obviously uh he's famous for the uh brett michaels prank on carly uh ryan donaldson played fallen angel by poison as bumper music and uh, i thought that was just absolutely uh, a brilliant drop so uh that was just kind of like a a wink and a nod to everybody that knew that uh that he was brett michaels yeah that was absolutely genius um you know both phil and cruz did really well um i didn't listen to all of it yet as uh my mind's been on basketball and closing on two houses uh simultaneously and moving and everything so um I didn't get to listen. I'm not as caught up as I normally am, but uh, yeah, it, from what I heard, um, they did a great job filling in. Yeah, for sure. It was, it was good. They were, they were good shows. Um, it was, you know, and I think it helps too, that they basically, although <laughs> Zach effed it up and they, uh, they had to go on early the second day because Zach uh, mistimed the uh, best of segments, but uh, no, I, I think it helps too, that they were only on from like seven to nine. Cause I think you're able to kind of, compress everything into into two hours and stuff where sometimes you know on a three and a half hour show you know if you listen to the whole thing the guys are kind of going over some of the same stories multiple times and stuff like that and so i think you know especially for people that are filling in um it's cool because you can kind of give your give all your takes and everything like that you don't have to hold anything back like the guys sometimes have to do when they're covering the same viking story three or four times in a in a show and stuff like that so i think the two hour bit worked uh worked to their favor in that and yeah it was it, it was really good shows and uh and donaldson he's awesome like he's he's a funny guy um like i said i love the bumper music and stuff uh, had several several good drop-ins so uh yeah really really well done and did not feel like uh like uh you know a, a b c d team kind of thing it definitely felt like a, a very quality show for sure as we know, the the wolves have crushed our, our hearts personally, but um, they've been doing, the, and all of our money. But um, <laughs> I'm cheering uh, for them now, man. Why not? I, am, I lost and, the bet. And how sick was it? Carl Anthony Towns with 60 points. Um, I I actually, for some reason, was watching it, even though I didn't have money on it. Oh, I never watch it. Man, I wish I had the him. over in that game. Holy smokes! It was like. <laughs> 120 to 120 in the third quarter i'm like man i I wish i had the over his over under alone was 23 and a half he beat that in a single quarter i mean it's nuts but insane uh, so yeah you know i i would never actually watch a game but um yeah i'm i'm cheering for him go you know hey if they can win a series or two in the playoffs that would be fantastic and a, a huge payoff to the long 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 suffering fan base Oh, absolutely. And, you know, when they're hot, that's why I haven't, I haven't really cared about the Timberwolves because they haven't given me anything to care about since 2003, 2004. So, you know, if they're good again, I will, I will definitely jump on the Wolves bandwagon, but, um, you know, ho- hopefully they do well. They'll probably get bounced in the, in the playing round against uh, the Lakers or something. But. Well, that's the thing. That's how stacked the NBA is because as well as the Wolves are and as excited everybody is, the twins Vikings and wild all have better chances to win their league championship than the wolves do. And it's not even close. So that, I mean, it's just kind of sad that the state of basketball, that there's just like this elite core of teams that you feel like you just absolutely can't compete with, but yeah. yeah. So, but good, good luck to them. I think a, a playoff series win, uh, maybe even competitive in round two, I think that would be, that would be a huge, uh, huge watermark for the franchise. 100%. Um, uh, uh, last one I really have here is uh, 
uh, kind of a personal note, uh, we were we got to hang out and we went to Honey and Mackey's for ice cream. Yes, and, thank uh, you. By the way, got to, uh, got to hang out with uh, the Jack Man for a little bit, so that was good to good to see Jack and uh, yeah. We had a little family dinner and ice cream uh, last Saturday. <laughs> yeah, mom and dad were there. <laughs> yes, I guess. I guess technically, like I, I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm just a, a friend of the family. I'm not really a family member because I'm not really like a brother, but I'm also not like an uncle or anything. I'm just kind of friend of the family, so we'll just call, <laughs> leave it at that. But yeah, it was it was great to see them and the kids. And I, I still wish uh, Lisa would get a picture of the boy next to Mark Parrish, both of them missing a front tooth. I think that would be an adorable picture. But uh... yeah, Davis, my my brother Davis. <laughs> yeah, and Jack and I got to hang out with uh, DJK at the Nook um, on our way home on Tuesday. So DJ That's came out up with us at the Nook, and that was. <laughs> That was awesome. Uh, good to see him. And he brought the giant DJK avatar. Yeah, Jack Hold. You maybe saw the picture on Twitter. It was uh, it was almost as big as Jack, and uh, so pretty cool. Jack get but... to rip some pull tabs with Uncle DJK. No pull tabs at the uh, at the Nook, unfortunately. Otherwise, that would have definitely been on the docket. Uh, that... <laughs> but yeah, n- none there. Just uh, the best food um, of all time at the Nook. I have oh, to get yeah. there every time. It's like my favorite place of all. So. And unfortunately, Dave, we're no longer in a gigantic exclusive club anymore. We used to be the only two people that had ever met DJK and Mr. Z in person. Um, and that club is now five people. I won't uh, reveal um, all the details on that. But yeah, that club is now five people, not just you and me. So wow. a little bit, little bit sad that we've lost a little exclusivity. But um, the good news is more and more people get to meet DJK. So that's always a plus. Yes, he is the most interesting man in the world. <laughs> Without a doubt. All right, well, that will wrap it up for this week's show. We've got some fun stuff coming in the weeks ahead. Obviously, the uh, the Max interview, um, if and when he ever returns from Europe, uh, from swiping uh, swiping right uh, over in Europe, um, to uh, uh, we've got a really fun bracket, I think, that we're going to do here in the next week or so uh, that I think you'll enjoy. I think it'll be lots of fun. Um, to, to work through that as well in the meantime dave where can they find you at you can find me on twitter or instagram at power trip quotes i'm of course at power trip bets thanks so much for listening everyone we'll see you soon all right put everything into this bucket right here let's destroy the studio and forget that the uh show ever existed we'll start all over again tomorrow okay why because i thought today was terrible <laughs> sorry <laughs> so let's just blow it up and we'll start all over again tomorrow okay Goodbye, everybody. Bye.